Welcome to Beside the Burn for Monday the 5th of December and I'd like to welcome anybody new who's joining with us on this Advent adventure as we're following a book called Brightest and Best. You don't need the book uh, to be able to follow along each day in our daily devotional series, but if you do have the book, uh, you'll have a, a little bit extra to read uh, and a little bit more background uh, to look at. I will refer to the book, uh, but as I say, you don't need it. Beside the Burn is the devotional, the daily devotional video uh, that's uploaded to Burnside Presbyterian's website. And each day we look at a passage, uh, sometimes based upon what we've been looking at on the Sunday, or at the minute we're in this series leading up to Advent. Uh, we get the name Beside the Burn, obviously from Burnside Church, which uh, is situated in Port Stewart, and is uh, used to be uh, started right beside a burn, a little stream uh, that runs through Port Stewart down to the coast and into the sea. And it's the idea of the 23rd Psalm where the Lord leads us beside the still waters and we meet with him there and we listen to him and we receive um, the nurture that he gives us. So each day we come beside the burn to listen to what God has to say to us. So if this is the first time that you've joined with us today, um, we hope that you'll stick with us. Just come back each day and uh, you'll find another video. And also on the blog, you'll find uh, some other articles and some other bits of music to listen to. There is an Advent playlist, uh, which you can click on below. Uh, there are also some uh, versions of the particular carl that we're looking at each day. So if you look below this video, you'll see some different versions of O Come All You Faithful in lots of different styles. Uh, you may like all of them, you may like just some of them, uh, but there's a variety there to listen to. And hopefully sometimes if you listen to a carl in a slightly different style from normal, maybe a different line will, will jump out at you or will mean something to you. So that's all by way of introduction. Uh, and today we're on day five of Advent, uh, day five uh, in the book, Brightest and Best. And we come to a, a day entitled Faithful, Joyful and Triumphant. And it will come as no surprise uh, to you that that line is taken from the carol, O come all ye faithful. And you can uh, listen to that below, as I was saying. Each day we encounter Jesus from a slightly different perspective. And today we're going to be thinking about Jesus being the cousin of John. And the faithful, joyful and triumphant refers to Elizabeth, John's mother. And we're going to read from uh, Luke chapter 1, uh, verses 5 to 25, and then verses 39 to 45. So in the carol, O come all ye faithful, um, it begins, O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. And the invitation is given to each one of us to come to Bethlehem. If we are living lives that are faithful to Jesus Christ, if we are joyful because of the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ, if we are triumphant because Jesus Christ has won the victory over sin, then the invitation in the carl is for each one of us to come to Bethlehem, come and behold him, 
born the king of angels. And then in that chorus, we sing, oh, come, let us adore him. And we repeat it the three times. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. So in this Advent series, Brightest and Best, we're to come and adore Jesus Christ. And we're going to look at Elizabeth today. And we're going to see how Elizabeth is faithful, joyful, and triumphant. So let's read together from God's Word, Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 25, and then a little thought about Elizabeth. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. And the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents of their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. And the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at the appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favour and taken away my disgrace among the people. 
Then if we jump ahead to verse 29, we find Mary coming to visit Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb and Mary was filled, or and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfil his promise to her. Amen. So in today's reading, we find um, a a letter that has been written to to Elizabeth, as it were, an imaginary letter. And the the writer of the book, Brightest and Best, uh, Rachel Wilson, is writing here. And she's imagining what it would be like to write to Elizabeth and commend her for her faith. And so she declares that, uh, Dear Elizabeth, I wanted to write to thank you for your faithful, joyful, triumphant life. That Elizabeth had been faithful down through the years, even though she had suffered, even though things had not worked out the way that she expected. She, they didn't have, her and her husband, Zachariah, didn't have children. But she remained faithful to God throughout it all. Then she commends her for being joyful and how she was able to be a support to Mary. Elizabeth was well on in years. Mary was just a young girl. And yet Elizabeth was able to come alongside Mary and and guide her and help her. And as the Holy Spirit filled Elizabeth, Elizabeth was able to share with Mary what was happening. And then there's the triumphant aspect as well, that Elizabeth gave birth to John and John went and he prepared the way just as had been foretold. He prepared the way for Jesus and he modelled um, the, the following of Jesus as a disciple of Jesus. And he preached to all and told them to repent of their sin and and to turn back. And John decreased so that Jesus might increase. John wasn't the light, but he bore witness to the light. And therefore, he was triumphant because he did what God had called him to do. And although Elizabeth may have felt as though she wasn't triumphant, She had fulfilled God's plan and God's promise as well. So then there's a little prayer just at the end, and we'll pray that prayer in a moment. But I also want to mention another song that is on the blog today, and it's entitled Elizabeth. And it's sung by Kristen Getty and Ellie Holcomb, and you'll see a link below. It's well worth listening Uh, to that particular song because, uh, again, they're thinking about Elizabeth and her faithfulness to God and how God used her in this particular situation. Uh, So do listen to that. Do listen to O Come All You Faithful uh, and we'll pray together. Father God, give us 
the faithful, joyful, suffering, now triumph later faith of Elizabeth. And the no-nonsense, Christ-honouring zeal of her son for the glory of the Lamb of God. Amen.